Welcome to Searching for the Question Live. My name is David Orban, and I am very glad to have uh, all of you following the show. Before we start, I want to remind you that even if we are live, you can always watch past episodes uh, on uh, YouTube, uh, where you can also subscribe to our channel, as well as on Facebook. Uh, we also recently created uh, a new website. Uh, let me see if I can show it on the screen searching for the question dot live sftq dot live very easy and uh, there uh, you can see the past episodes of this show as well as the other shows that uh, we are creating uh, the uh, italian version qual è la domanda uh, and uh, network society ventures pitching live uh, which gives uh, the opportunity to startups uh, to participate uh, in the um, shows and uh, uh, to pitch their project uh, in front of uh, uh, in, uh, an investor community. Uh, we also have a, a Discord channel, and uh, I invite you to uh, join there uh, on uh, uh, davidorban.com slash Discord and uh, um, participate in the conversation. And of course, if you find uh, the uh, content that uh, we create and uh, produce together with my team uh, valuable, uh, you are uh, welcome to support uh, the show on Patreon at patreon.com uh, slash David Orban. Today's episode is about uh, flexible manufacturing. Uh, the pandemic highlighted uh, the need to reevaluate uh, the production process of our global and globalized supply chains. Uh, this has been optimized for efficiency, but it has also proven to be brittle. And uh, in the case of uh, extreme events like the current pandemic, unable to rapidly adapt to uh, the needs that emerge. So new solutions are evidently needed that are as efficient as before but more robust, resilient, and sustainable. Today's guest is Giorgio Morandin, co-founder of uh, Tormec. Welcome, uh, Giorgio. We will uh, look at uh, these topics uh, together. But what I would like to start with is uh, uh, for you to, to tell me how you, uh, together with your team, very rapidly reoriented uh, uh, your production lines towards the production of face masks, which is one of the big items uh, uh, during uh, these days. Hi, David. Thanks for the opportunity to introduce us. So our company, we are leader for the garment automation, especially for denim. And uh, of course, with the start of the COVID pandemic around the world, so we necessarily, we started to think on how to give a solution for local production of masks, especially masks was a, a daily need in the healthcare system, but as well for the population. So we were, uh, we, we squeeze our mind, we try from our experience of the sewing and automation generally to find a solution for a, a really human, human we, we say a need that uh, it was uh, generally in all world, global uh, need in the, 
because the pandemia was uh, suddenly arriving in many countries and it was necessary to find a way to make local. So that is the... Absolutely. So, so tell me a little bit about your production lines and uh, how you uh, view the opportunity of uh, integrating flex flexible components for this type of rapid ad adaptation to the needs. Okay, so in, in order to, uh, to come in the market very quickly, so we first look at what we did in the last past, uh, we say, 40 years. So we realized that there were uh, so many, some automation that we did for denim, and we could uh, adapt uh, and, uh, we say, develop uh, for the specific production of the mask. So it was uh, a brainstorming to, to make clear um, to, uh, not only to adapt, but of course to develop completely new platform. Uh, we understood that it was necessary to to come uh, with the de from denim automation to come uh, to produce uh, a kind of mask uh, really easily way uh, with high productivity and locally. Um, so the automation that we develop for denim is a worldwide user, uh, is a friendly user. So we develop uh, here in Italy, we manufacture in our company, we generally export in the, uh, in the garment industry country. Okay. And uh, we, real, we develop the specific application for mask, trying to do our best for a kind of easy technology to use. Um what is uh, the, the measure of the output of masks uh, that uh, your machines can uh, produce? Uh, I, of course, know nothing about uh, sewing uh, and, and, and production, not only in, in denim, but, uh, but anywhere. Uh, so for me, it is difficult to, to say uh, these are very advanced or, or not very advanced uh, machines, but I see a lot of uh, components. Um, um, what is what is the throughput of of, uh, of a machine like this, and uh, and can it uh, support the production at the cost that is uh, required or imposed? Yeah. Um, so we our approach uh, always is in this way. We we create a, like a business plan at customer side, creating a break even point. So our machines can achieve a productivity example of 3,000 pieces per hour uh, with a very less unskilled worker. Uh, uh, you mean 3,000 masks, masks, right? Masks. Okay. 3,000 yeah. masks per hour uh, with uh, less than four uh, indirect workers. That efficiency and productivity can, uh, grants the possibility to achieve a production cost really competitive. It's not only the production cost uh, to say, okay, it comes uh, like uh, other countries. The point is the guarantee of the quality, first of all, that is very important, matching the norms, matching what is the standard of the quality. Of course, the cost is important because at the end, masks become a consumer product. Before it was only hospital product, okay, medical product. Now it's become an accessories in our, we say, like a, to have a tie or to have a foulard become a, a, a mask. So the mask become an accessory for all the students in the school, for the corporate companies, for the workers. 
So the cost, as you mentioned, is very important. So thanks of our technology, we can achieve a production cost really competitive. The best, I could say. And, 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 uh, and, and you are right. Uh, my wife uh, uh, created uh, some masks and uh, uh, I don't know if I can, I can show them on the fly. Maybe I can. <laughs> Yes, um, but 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 manually manually sue them, and uh, and um, uh, with all kinds of different uh, textiles and uh, and patterns. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I know I have a photo with my mother uh, with the mask. Good business, huh? <laughs> well, <laughs> her, my wife's throughput is is less than three thousand pieces uh, uh, an hour. So uh, I can tell you that. Uh, so. So here is. Uh, I tell you, so many starting this way because, ah, great. <laughs> here, here is here is what my mother with the mask uh, that uh, that my wife uh, made her, and and for my son who loves uh, unicorns, uh, she she did one with a with a unicorn. So absolutely, uh, you are right. Uh, the masks are going to be both a necessity as well as a fashion statement and a fashion accessory. That is absolutely granted. Now, um, you are uh, talking to us uh, uh, from Verona, uh, yeah, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, or near Verona. So let's, uh, let's go there just to show our viewers yeah. uh, where that is. A beautiful city, romantic. Yes, and, and uh, many people know about it uh, because of Romeo and Juliet, uh, even if, of course, uh, the, the Shakespearean uh, drama uh, is uh, uh, in, a, in, a, uh, in a place that doesn't exist in, in reality, exactly. except that uh, the same way that people go and visit uh, Sherlock Holmes' uh, house in London, and that doesn't exist, People now go and visit uh, the, the Romeo and Juliet uh, uh, famous balcony in, in Verona. But uh, another, another important uh, 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 monument in Verona is, of course, uh, the, the uh, arena, the Coliseum from, uh, from Roman times. And, uh, and that is quite beautiful and very, very real, as, as we can see it. It is also used for concerts and uh, and so uh, you are in Italy and uh, and the Italian government imposed uh, a, a costs a, a cost for the standard surgical masks of yeah. uh, 50 uh, euro cents half a euro yeah. and uh, obviously uh, the producer must make a profit uh, the the retailer must make a profit so uh, is your production able to support that price as well? Yes, yes, we can. Thanks uh, of the technology, the productivity, we can uh, uh, guarantee a kind of break-even of uh, in few weeks uh, of the equipment. The possibility. Let me ask. Uh, just coming back of the fashion mask, the the, the great possibility of our equipment technology is to produce the surgical uh, mask, the facial mask, what the hospital need, what you, we see in this picture, uh, green color, okay? Um, that is the very basic, uh, okay, surgical mask, uh, common use in the hospital, in the healthcare system, uh, stuff. But uh, 
our technology can produce also the kind of washable or fashion mask with a much higher value added. It's the great, great uh, patented technology that we develop uh, and the great result uh, achieved by our technical team. Um, so, uh, obviously, uh, the, the, the purpose is to do uh, things uh, sustainably. And uh, as you said, uh, your machines are uh, easy to use uh, with very little training. Uh, so, how does a, a training uh, period um, last? Uh, how rapidly people can be trained to use these machines? Uh, generally, we have the experience of, uh, we say, when we have uh, the turnkey project and the denning solution, uh, our, um, our core business is to provide turnkey, like a complete uh, one-step solution. We design the factory, we design uh, the, the working pro uh, production flow uh, process, uh, time and method. Uh, we provide the complete full organization to implement the uh, a turkey project around the world. Most of the factories that we set up are uh, with the fresh operators. Uh, in Pakistan, Bangladesh, they call this operator zero meter, okay, like the taxi counter, no? So, operator that they never did any job before. So, same for the mask, uh, we have the same uh, approach. So, our technology is uh, generally utilized by operator without any experience. Frankly speaking, there are no experience of any operator making masks because before that, uh, no one was making masks in Italy and 99% of the countries around the world. So, same um, for the denim later on. So, uh, it is interesting you mentioned Pakistan because uh, this uh, show is syndicated uh, on uh, um, YouTube and Facebook, and in particular on Facebook, uh, there are several pages that are picking up uh, the show uh, uh, live, and uh, the number of uh, potential viewers in Pakistan is almost uh, 2 million people uh, for the pages that are showing this right now. I'm not saying that 2 million people are watching it as we are speaking, but that is the number of likes uh, that those pages have. So, so it is interesting that, that you mentioned that because, of course, whether it is Indonesia or Malaysia or India or Pakistan, uh, there are um, hundreds of millions of workers uh, for whom the opportunity to work uh, in an environment uh, where they uh, have to uh, use these machines is a fantastic opportunity. Uh, and uh, traditionally, it was the case that... Uh, uh, all kinds of uh, businesses would set up machines in those countries in order then to reimport uh, the, the the final product uh, in Western countries. But if I am not mistaken, your value proposition is different because uh, even though that is possible, what you aim to be able to do is to set up. Um, flexible production factories uh, uh, onshore rather than offshore. Yeah, this is a kind of a concept we call a urban factory. Uh, it's a kind of a reshoring that we have. A, we have a vision to have a, a kind of reshoring 
I believe that uh, uh, this COVID uh, pandemia, it will help to have a reshoring of production in Europe, in US, in Japan, where we will bring back uh, the uh, production of uh, garment in the, here, where close to the consumers, for several reasons. Uh, first, of course, our automation helps to make this job here locally. But we have an opposite side, we have buyers where they are much more interested today to have a proximity. We, saw, we call proximity is like in the vertical farm production the, of vegetable in the city, as well garment in the city. Uh, we can help uh, designer to produce uh, uh, their own uh, uh, brand easily. Okay. We can uh, help the customer with the logistic as well. So it's not just production, garment production. Uh, we have a business unit also as well, uh, taking care and developing technology for the logistic. So imagine that you have a, a urban factory where you can complete the process, but as well manage the logistic in one site close to the consumers. So giving a guarantee of uh, quality, uh, employee rights, uh, sustainability, of course, that is a very important theme uh, in the world. And, uh, and most important also is a way to create job opportunity as well in Europe and US. This pandemia this, uh, is also an economic crisis. It will be later on more an economic crisis. In some way, we have to create new, we say, industrial sector. And the garment production back to this reshoring is a way to create job opportunities. Absolutely. So um, tell me more about uh, the adding of the various components uh, before and after the production itself. Before the production is uh, the concept and the design and then the uh, um, uh, industrial design itself so yeah. that something can be efficiently produced not only imagined uh, by no, it's not the, the dream. okay exactly uh, and then there is production but after production as you mentioned there are these fundamental components today which uh, don't necessarily or don't exclusively uh, rely on uh, the um, uh, traditional physical stores but they include also e-commerce uh, and um, I don't know, social media uh, presence and, and promotion, working with influencers, maybe things like that. So tell me more about uh, uh, how that comes together as well. The idea is uh, to have uh, one site where we can uh, cooperate, uh, for example, with uh, so many young designers. Okay, we learn from California, example, that is a, count, a, a state in US where we have a uh, a uh, very high number of uh, new designers. We see from the labels that uh, every year coming up like stars, okay? Uh, it's changing the way to promote, as you mentioned, is more e-commerce now. So imagine- uh, do, do you have a brand in mind that I could quickly uh, find and, and show the website uh, online? Uh, okay, there is a- uh, there is one brand in California. Um, uh, I, no, it's not getting my mind. Uh, no, Lula. Uh, um, not coming. It's a, but really, is a 
let me let me explain uh, one thing the idea and the vision behind is uh, imagine to have uh, uh, so many students finish the school okay at the end of their i would say car uh, school career and they want to challenge after did uh, some experience some companies their own brand uh, for them it was very difficult for them is actually very difficult to set up a production with some standard of quality and sustainability because the, this is a very important consumer uh, we say attention no? the consumer wants to have a, a product uh, following some uh, sustainability process okay so the idea is to create uh, we say a factory where the designer coming and we can industrialize uh, what he, he likes uh, to produce okay after that we can also manage the, the the storage okay so the designer has to be focused on in designing and um, to create the marketing okay link of the influencer whatever and the same site working for many designer can manage as well the e-commerce for them shipping the the garment for all whatever that whatever in the country or overseas for all the consumer that buying the garment so it's a, it's a completely different also distribution channel okay it's not just the production that was the main hot point the automation to produce the garment at low cost and with the very less people in the first country but it's also integrated with the distribution is a package solution uh, so Michelangelo is asking if uh, this know-how can be applied to other sectors as well. Uh, so just to clarify, these machines were originally born to produce uh, jeans, denim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, pants, uh, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they have been repurposed to produce face masks, but uh, I would assume uh, as easily as that they can also be uh, repurposed uh, to produce uh, maybe t-shirts or or other kinds of uh, uh, of garments you are right david uh, our uh, next target and uh, during the end of this year we will come with the shirt production so it means that imagine to have uh, the same what we did for denim we do for shirt as well because shirt is something that uh, even for the because uh, menswear sometimes you have a shirt on uh, customized size okay measure so the possibility to have the automation of the process for custom item is quite uh, interesting i can guarantee that after three months of lockdown many people will need a custom shirt <laughs> of course <laughs> Yes, I also. <laughs> and uh, we also have another question. Uh, why are you suing instead of welding? Now, I am, I, I don't know what the question means, because for me, welding means uh, like metal parts. But maybe this refers to some alternative process and you are using suing instead of welding. So maybe you can clarify that. Because you know, we when we study the mask production, our we are Italian, the country of fashion. So for us, the main target was the fashion mask. To make a mask 
fascia, you need to, to show, to, to make a sewing of natural cotton uh, fabric. So uh, in order to, uh, the stitching can be done. The ultrasonic cannot. Ultrasonic only works with acrylic fabric. So the surgical masks are usually made only 100% acrylic fabric. That is also become a problem tomorrow because for recycle, for our environment, a big problem that the government, they don't consider now, but it will be a, a, a really a big, big issue because the surgical mask, as we used to know uh, before our technology come in the market, are only made by acrylic fabric that uh, are uh, uh, special, uh, we say you cannot uh, recycle, okay? It's not a compostable, okay? It's not an organic product. Something yeah. you can yeah. with the fashion because it's made by cotton. And, and, and uh, I have already seen uh, reports uh, of uh, cities uh, being uh, um, uh, invaded uh, by the garbage of discarded masks uh, by undisciplined uh, residents who throw them away uh, uh, instead of uh, bringing them home. But as you say, even there, uh, the, um, uh, the processing of the garbage that you sort glass and paper and plastic and whatever else, there is an undifferentiated residue and, and you put uh, the, the mask in the undifferentiated Sorry, you burn, so it means you CO2. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and and um, talking about cotton and the process, of course, you make the masks with multiple layers in order to um, make sure that the filtration is appropriate, whatever it is. I, again, I have no idea. But uh, are you aiming or have you already obtained a, a, a given level of certification of the masks? Yeah, because, you know, the, this is also, you know, as we... We change our, we say, we convert our production machinery. We did the development. There are also so much development in the cotton fabric, okay, with a special treatment, a graphene, uh, with a, a silver ion, okay. See, really, even the cotton fabric, there is a technology in terms of uh, to achieve the filtration as the no woven acrylic. And now we can uh, achieve a level of uh, certification of the uh, surgical mask equal of the, we say, Jurassic surgical mask. Um, do you have a mask uh, that you could show me uh, around on, on the desk? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this one is uh, like a green one. Okay, horrible. Okay, we have a different color. We military or with Italian flag, whatever, because it's cotton. This is the plastic. Yeah. Yes. Cotton and and, and uh, this is this is single use, right? Uh, so you, you put it on one day and then you are not supposed to reuse it or you can wash it. This is already washable. This is the, the big plus, you know, for the environment, you know, the the kind of mask that we we know that the picture that you show before are uh, few hours use yeah imagine to have a uh, i don't know a corporate company with thousand workers every every day we have a thousand masks disposal 
mask that you have to throw away. This one you have, we have a, for example, example, one kind of fabric with 96 hours function, we say filtration function. So 96 hours, you divide by eight hours, more or less means uh, 12 days, 12 working days. So for 12 working days, we have a kind of mask making the function exactly as you want. Okay, so so uh, you uh, use it, wash it, use it, wash it, and then yeah. after uh, a given number of uses, let's say 12, 12 yeah. times, so 12 days, almost two weeks, then yeah. you throw it away. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. Is, it, is it because uh, some layers are treated, specially treated, and yeah. the treatment is Antibacteria and, uh, and uh, also waterproof. Okay. From David, from our side, we also, because we are always uh, open mind, no? so we not only develop the machinery, but we also select industrial chain of supplier in terms of fabric, okay, accessory, trims, like elastic uh, uh, interlining, uh, cornos. So in order to complete the package, okay, so in order to provide not only the technology, but as well the material, because materials become a hot issue to find in many countries. Um, and uh, we, we also have another question from uh, uh, Emiliano. And uh, Emiliano is asking uh, uh, if uh, these are FFP3, FFP2, what kind of masks, uh, what standard the mask is corresponding to? Uh, hi, Emiliano. No, uh, surgical mask is a, a standard, uninorms, we say international uh, ISO norms. The FPT23 is a kind of mask with a filter. Okay. Our, okay. Uh, we only our machines, technology produce only one kind of mask as norms, as ISO norms. Okay, so uh, let's see. I try to pull it up. I don't know if I'm pulling up the right, the right standard, uh, but uh, here is it. It is. Yeah. Uh, this is the. Yeah. The UNI. Yeah. Uh, standard for surgical masks. Correct. Okay. And um, now let's go back uh, to the issue of uh, generalized, flexible urban uh, factories and production. Uh, with a with a specific question, um, uh, when when I uh, used to buy and wear jeans, I personally loved starting with a very blue, uh, pristine um, uh, jeans, pair of jeans, and I I liked uh, Wrangler. That was the, the 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 brand that I used to buy. Uh, not Levi's or or uh, uh, the Levi Strauss, whatever it is, I, I don't even remember. Uh, but but Wrangler, and then I really like the fact that uh, uh, wearing it and washing it, uh, it would become mine. You know that uh, that uh, it would decolor, uh, and uh, putting it on would be um, always easier uh, rather than at the beginning where it would be very rigid. But I understand that people change, and now uh, uh, I don't know if everybody, but uh, a, a very large percentage of the genes are 
decolored and and pre-washed yeah. uh, so that people uh, buy them already uh, as uh, as if they went through uh, a certain period of uh, washing and, and wearing so uh, do you envision your process also becoming part of the uh, of the process where this treatment is more uh, stand the decoloring and the pre-washing is is very harmful for the environment correct you, you are right uh, we don't take care of the finishing we say after sewing uh, between sewing and packing we have the finishing product uh, process we don't take care of this process you are right it used to be a very heavy pollution heavy uh, for the environment it was a headache okay where uh, luckily there are companies who develop a quite nice process now full green uh, where uh, we have the full sustainability and uh, where in automatic way you can process your we say by, by laser by ozone uh, there is a there are one Italian company, for example, close to us, uh, quite uh, uh, popular, and uh, another one from Spain, where they are very strong in this uh, part of the process. And that is the reason why, David, we can come back uh, the production to Europe, because we have a, a full guarantee of the sustainability of all the process. And the sustainability was mainly on this laser and washing process with the indigo okay now with the laser we can uh, uh, mainly making by laser we can uh, really easily uh, produce here with uh, zero impact okay so i'm showing uh, an example of this uh, uh, from uh, levi's uh, that uh, uh, is, is using a laser and also uh, writing things on on the jeans uh, uh, I, I personally find it uh, uh, stupid and, 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 and painful <laughs> because doing it yourself is, is, is what gives uh, you ownership and pleasure in, in the jeans. But I know nothing of fashion. I know nothing of... Uh, uh, I, tell you, I tell you one statistic of uh, one rapper of McKinsey about the fashion. Uh, we used to uh, throw away jeans uh, completely worn out in the past. Now, 99% of the jeans that we threw away, they are not worn out. They are still new. Really? Yeah. But maybe because we get got fat and then we need to change no, size. That could be one reason. Because uh, we, the consumer need uh, new trends and new things. Uh, and uh, thanks uh, of the moda, the fashion system, the fast fashion, uh, we have uh, always new trends. Otherwise, there is not the need to change the garment. Uh, now, uh, Giuseppe, if the machines themselves can be repurposed. So if somebody buys uh, your machines and uh, they produce masks, um, and then they decide that they want to start producing either jeans or, or shirts, uh, which is uh, another example that you made. Do they have to change the machines? They have to upgrade the machines or they can change production as is? Uh, what we did is uh, we call a reconversion of the investment because for us it was, uh, today we need masks. 
I hope that we don't need masks for a long run. Okay, so maybe one year time we'll, uh, we'll have a vaccine or whatever. So the possibility we develop the machine in order to give the possibility to reconvert the utilization of the song head uh, into jeans, into leather, into shoes uh, production. So it means that uh, the, the investment can be reutilized, reallocated for other production. This is a big advantage from our side. Uh, just to, to have an idea, um, what is the, the cost of these machines? Of course, each model has a different price. Uh, and, and as you said, you work very closely with your clients to, to design the solution. And, and I'm sure you hate the question, uh, what is the price? Because a straight answer is impossible. But uh, still, what is the range? Uh, do they go from uh, 100,000 to half a million? Or do they go from 10,000 to 200,000? What is the range? The price gap is from uh, 7,000 up to 70,000. Oh, so so already at seven thousand, uh, uh, somebody can go and and start making uh, an investment. That is very interesting because now, it is really. I'm talking about jeans, not for masks. Eh? Um, okay, so what about the masks? The mask is for two hundred twenty up to three hundred thousand. Okay, so so if somebody wants to to contact you and and say, wow, I'm very excited, I want to get into the urban factory jeans making business uh, where you can help them find the suppliers of the raw materials yeah. find uh, the way to set up an e-commerce solution and what they have to supply is a little bit of capital and the ingenuity of designing uh, the, the the solutions uh, that uh, that is really a, a very interesting starting point as far as the mask uh, business is concerned it is a higher investment, but the market is really exploding. Uh, Emiliano is asking if uh, there are other countries that imposed uh, very low prices, or maybe Italian manufacturers can become some of the cheapest uh, in, if not the world, but at least uh, in, in Europe, knowing that uh, uh, rather than having them come from China, uh, they will be produced locally with uh, uh, specific quality, supply, shipping, availability, communication uh, issues that otherwise could be a challenge. Um, we, we receive orders from um, different countries, uh, several countries. There is not any other country where, at our knowledge, we have a, a kind of a price limitation imposed by the government, only in Italy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Interesting. To be honest, our uh, that the, our government imposed the the price. It helps us because uh, without automatic unit process, is impossible impossible to produce a mask at thirty cents. Okay. So, so who is buying uh, your machines uh, today, and and what kind of companies, and and why do they decide that uh, that you are the right solution for them? Uh, we found, for example, in Italy, but as well Portugal, France, we found several uh, apparel, textile apparel companies, uh, leather, for example, from Toscana, that we have a, a region famous for leather, uh, luxury leather, 
that we they decide to buy our machines uh, for the reconversion of the equipment later on. That is a very plus point because for them, whatever is if is an opportunity today to make masks, tomorrow they can reconvert the equipment. Number one, and number two because uh, it's a way for them to keep the company uh, with uh, their workers running. Okay, so this is a real reconversion for their side to make uh, to to keep the company doing some business because. Uh, Unfortunately, leather apparel, generally retail shop chain, complete close, makes the vendor of this chain as well uh, without any orders. Very interesting. And I think it is worth uh, uh, making it explicit that these are not prototypes. Uh, these machines are available today for order and, and for, for starting the production. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah, of course. We... And our, we process the production as our standard we, with the lean production. So I could say a couple of, every couple of days we have a module coming out. So, and we have orders uh, till end of uh, June, beginning of July. So we are uh, even overbooked. Well, con congratulations. That is a very good problem to have. It's, a, it's from the hell to the even. Hell when <laughs> coming and then even. So... So, so uh, measure. Uh, when we were discussing uh, of you coming on the show, uh, I said, well, but uh, you are Italian, uh, I'm in Italy, I have an Italian language show, why don't we do it uh, in Italian? And you said, no, 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 I want to do it in English because I want uh, uh, to, to attract uh, international uh, business as well. So what are the countries and what are the markets that you uh, want to target and uh, that you believe could be especially interested and attracted by your solutions? Uh, we know UK, uh, Europe, but uh, especially UK uh, and US market. Because we know, uh, okay, US also because it depends on the size of the population, but um, those are the countries. I tell you as well, there is a Russia, we have a several demand inquiries. Europe and US uh, are the we say the main markets. And and how do you work with those markets? Because yes, they are huge, but they are also very competitive and very difficult. Um, do you uh, have a, a local office or do you work with uh, uh, local partners and distributors or you go direct uh, to hundreds and hopefully thousands of clients designing the solution for each of them? What is your strategy for opening uh, and penetrating those markets? Okay, with uh, our company, we have a, a technical partner that is uh, a Japanese company, Brother, is a multinational company. Uh, in half um, of the globe, we utilize a Brother network. So it means a Brother office and dealer distribution. Okay, uh, why we do? Because we develop uh, as well machines together Brother for us is a really uh, a very important pillar because uh, one of the assets of a company, in my opinion, is the supply chain. So our supplier is a value added from our side. So to have the opportunity to work closely with Brother, not just as a vendor for their side, we are a customer or they are our customer, really together on the same side in the development stage, in the distribution stage, it helps us as well to go 
the zero miles. So to arrive at the, at the user, okay, providing locally through the network of Brother that we, is a worldwide uh, company. We have a dealer, we have a agent, uh, we have a technical support. Don't forget that our machines are uh, remote control, factory 4.0. So the, our technology that we utilize in the mask is uh, the technology that we have also as well in the jeans. Automatic unit, the unique that they are really remote control, 4.0 means in clouding to have the opportunity to uh, export all the data in terms of efficiency, in terms of uh, breakdown, uh, to update the software. This is a, a platform, as uh, we say, we call a business intelligent platform that we develop with a very important IT company from US, quite well known, uh, that select us in the upper world to develop a technology to upgrade all the brands of sewing machines with the IoT, we say, technology. Uh, so, um, evidently, uh, as I as I click uh, and 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 sh show the the detail of uh, uh, of the particular machine, uh, you don't produce uh, the the sewing machine itself, but you integrate it. Exactly. And brother is your your partner. Um, I I know brother for their consumer. Uh, sewing machines, but evidently they have also industrial uh, yeah. level sewing machines too. And you can take advantage of the sales channels and the partnership with Brother in order to help you penetrate uh, the, the, the US market, for example, or, yeah. or other markets. Very, very yeah. interesting. Now, uh, talking about uh, the IoT components, um, in one um, non-trivial aspect is to be able to leverage the data because yes the data is available and the most uh, elementary measure is is the machine working or is the machine idle and then you know uh, that uh, you know why is why is it not working because I don't have orders or because somebody is not uh, uh, making the machine run uh, and I need to put on more workers because I have many orders to fulfill. But uh, beyond these uh, elementary uses of the data, I assume you are already thinking of how to leverage the data and together with your clients, uh, make the cloud, uh, just as it happened for Amazon and, and many other uh, large companies, a, a real uh, revenue opportunity as well. Um, is it something that you are already offering to your clients or you are in the process of designing and, and thinking how to offer? Okay, what we are offering now is a, a kind of business intelligent platform to integrate with the customer ERP in the production to trace the productivity, okay, for all the process in order to control, okay, the main goal is the cost, okay? And to control the breakdown, the, the, to control the um, downtime of the machine, the efficiency of the operator, the complete process, okay, in order to understand if we are gaining or losing money. Okay, this is the most important. If we look on the consumer, final consumer of the garment, could be tomorrow to have the opportunity to know from RFID or whatever, 
to know when is the where uh, how is the garment has been stitched uh, how is made yes is a way to trace really the country of the origin of the garment now there are so many fake label is a way to guarantee that really to understand if the factory is working in a, a way to guarantee the quality and so on. You know, we are very confident of our machinery performance. Can you imagine if a maker of machines is giving the tools to a, a user of the machine to disclose the machine doesn't work at all? It's because we know that we have a standard of quality. Eh? So, positive we we forget we is no a doubt this one uh, we want to create value for the customer for our customer is the user of the machines but as well for the user of the product that we make with our machines very good uh so uh giorgio uh, congratulations uh, for uh, this uh, initiative which uh, is is very interesting both because of the lean and, and, and rapid and flexible manner with which you have proven to be able to reorient production on, on something explosively in demand, like the face masks uh, today, as well as for the concept of uh, urban factory, um, a flexible and uh, sustainable uh, manufacturing concept that brings uh, uh, smart, fashionable choices close to the consumers, reshoring and uh, giving uh, the opportunity for uh, many to design new business models and uh, and uh, uh, create uh, work for where it appears uh, there may not be uh, available and uh, of course uh, the concept of work uh, is an entirely human concept so whether there is or there isn't is just a, a function of our own uh, creativity and our own passion so well done and, and good luck uh, with, uh, uh, with this uh, product line as well as uh, with your future expansion. Th thanks a lot, David, for the opportunity to have this talk together. Wonderful. And, uh, for us, it's a way also, let me also tell you that is, uh, I have to say thanks to uh, our technical team uh, because uh, this was not an easy job. Uh, okay, we started for a good base. We didn't invent completely the wheel, but it was... Uh, really a great uh, challenge and what we did is really a proof that uh, we have a fantastic technical team here in our company so let me say great to them <laughs> congratulations to to all the team uh, yeah. to you to your co-founders and 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 them and once again uh, good luck uh, with uh, with your initiative and and for the future thank you very much for for being on the show thanks a lot Thank you very much, David. Bye. So uh, uh, thank you, everybody. Thanks for uh, uh, joining us today at uh, Searching for the Question Live. If you speak Italian, I invite you to join and subscribe also uh, to our Italian language YouTube channel uh, on uh, davidorban.com slash YouTube Italiano. You can find it very easily. Or if you want to search on YouTube, qual è la domanda? And uh, I want to thank also uh, our supporters on Patreon who helped me and my team produce this uh, kind of content. And uh, uh, you are welcome to join and become a supporter on patreon.com slash David Orban. And see you uh, at the next uh, episode of uh, Searching for the Question Live. Mm -hmm.